Welcome to On The Couch with James Field and Ian Harris. It's episode 61 for the 9th of November, 2007. In. Welcome to On The Couch Podcast, number 61. It is number 61. We've had uh, a few technical difficulties. <laughs> Location-based and Location otherwise. technical. But that's given us a great opportunity to rehearse today's show. Exactly. A number of times. <laughs> It'll be twice as good. Twice as good, indeedy. And we've got a slight change the format, haven't we? We're trying to make it more slightly businessy, but we're not getting rid of technology. We're not nope. getting rid of content. We're not getting rid of IPTV. But uh, we're just going to start off with uh, business news to kind of cover the things that affect the industry that aren't directly related to uh, particular countries exactly. or... Exactly. We've gone international already, haven't we? We have. Super international. Exactly. It's the way forward. Well, business news here. We should kick in there with that, shouldn't we? We should get it up there with the Movie Link update. Um, Movie Link, those of you who don't know, uh, was a kind of a joint venture set up between lots of studios. Um mm. And uh, the idea being there that you'd get you'd get your movies delivered over the internet. Um, yes, and the, the challenge they faced there was they started off with uh, a mere two hundred movies, which sounds like a lot, but in reality, uh, isn't very many. And you could only watch the movies in Windows in Internet Explorer mm-hmm. uh, for, a, and you could only watch it over a twenty-four hour period once it started. Yeah, and they did the last sort of ditch. They launched a download to burn service, and then where you could download and burn your own DVDs. Yeah, so they've been trying for quite mm. a while to get this service to work. Mm. Uh, and what's happened finally is that uh, they've sold it off to Blockbuster for nothing, almost. Isn't well, it? basically nothing. So for about six million, I think it was six point six. Yeah. So I guess that's and the studios had invested nearly one hundred and fifty million dollars up to that time. So I guess it was really kind of something that wasn't working. Uh, Amazon launched his Unbox service and was trying to make that available on TiVo as well in the meantime. So they just kind of couldn't keep up. Um, not quite sure what you get for 6.6 million. You must be getting sort of residual contracts on those yeah, on the content or something and, or forward-looking. Uh, Maybe it gives you access to a late release window or something of Would content. So. Um, so that's a movie link mm. uh, has gone to ground. But I guess the, the, the big news is um, the Facebook thing, isn't it? I mean, Facebook has suddenly been valued at... Uh, $15 billion after Microsoft went in there and um, got a chunk of 1.6% for a mere, how many millions was it? $240 million. So, which sounds a bit wacky, but I think, what would you do with that? But I think what they've got is they've got the rights to do all the advertising as part of that. So there is Absolutely. a bit of a bitter pill in there. Um, so they're really paying to maintain their advertising because they they've been doing the advertising for Facebook, but yeah. now they've And I guess it's hurting them that Google's got all the business. With um, MySpace. That's right, yeah. So um, they really needed this platform. Uh, Microsoft's been talking about getting some large percent of their revenues from advertising mm-hmm. in coming years, so they really needed to get in here while, while it was a mere $240 million as opposed to some other well, large number. I guess, what, $580 million was what News Corp paid for MySpace a year oh, ago. Oh, MySpace, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know, that's Mark Zuckerberg. The uh, He's not 13 years old, but he's uh, like mid-20s, started yes. at college. I mean, he's clearly in the money for now. Um, other yep. stuff's happened in Facebook as well with social networking. I think Google did a quick kind of riposte saying, oh, we're going to open up a, mm. open, an open, open widget architecture. Open or social or something. Open social or something, yes. which is aiming so you can have widgets which will run on any of the networks, including Facebook. Because today everyone's no, 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 writing... except Facebook. I including Facebook. No, no, no. Ah. Facebook said, yeah, yeah, we'll think about it. But it's, it's MySpace. Mm. It's um, a bunch of other you know, third-tier 
social networking sites, I guess you'd say. There's the one in Brazil. There's uh, all good. Yeah, that's right. And yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a few other little ones that uh, yeah, will so now be able to run these widgets. But uh, apparently the developers are saying, well, yeah, that's great. That means we'll write it for MySpace and its friends and we'll also write it for Facebook yeah. if they've got an app. So yeah, That's a bit, a bit bizarro, but um, I guess that means Microsoft is trying to get established in there. Uh, there's a rumor that Google themselves are maybe looking to launch their own social networking site but if they've launched an open social platform then that might mm. be a way of, if everyone uses it they can then get all those people onto their precisely you know, quick startup social networking kind of site so uh, we'll have to watch and uh, see what happens with it but that, I mean I think that's just amazing it looks like are we at web 3.0 or you know, well it's taken another level or yeah. something I mean and at the end of the day I don't think Facebook's making money I mean, it's like YouTube still doesn't make any money mm. so well, I guess Microsoft's looking to make money from its advertising on Facebook. Yeah, and I mean, the, the other news, I guess, was that Google, um, we talked, I think, earlier on in the year about how in the UK, Google's advertising revenue exceeded, uh, I think, uh, Channel 4, which is the second largest. No, no, it was exceeded ITV. No, no, that's, that's when we talked about it, first of all. That's my point. Oh, really? When we so talked about it, oh, it was right. Channel 4, which right. is the second largest independent television right. network in the UK. Uh, and just last week, it exceeded... Uh, ITV, which is the oh, number goodness. one independent television and not publicly wow. funded. So, um, you know, the, is the writing on the wall? What's going on? Certainly. Um, and, and I guess in line with that, I think ITV's ad spenders probably stayed the same or dropped a little. Mm. Um, so this is new advertising mm. revenue that's come out there. So very interesting. And maybe it's not all fueled by Facebook advertising. I mean, Facebook, mm. that's the thing about social networking. You don't need to advertise because it's member get member, isn't it? So. True, exactly. Yeah, as far as the actual network itself is concerned, yeah. What else is going on? So, uh, a bit of an update on Comcast. They're the big, uh, the big cable company in the US who has they're giving most of the broadband data. They are. Most people get their broadband through cable in the US, don't they? That's right. And by the fact that Comcast is the biggest, most of them get it through Comcast. Uh, so, the report's saying that um, they had their third quarter results out a couple of weeks ago, and there's a bit of analysis analysis now on what's been happening. And mm-hmm. uh, the company growth is slowing. And the theory behind this is because uh, now uh, competition from AT&T mm-hmm. rolling out its U-verse service in the US um, and other alternative services like DSL, yeah. um, uh, you know, and in, in, in high-speed DSL are really starting to affect um the revenue that Comcast is getting from its cable network, especially as far as internet is concerned. Mm. I was actually listening to a quite an interesting uh, one of these uh, recordings from MIT uh, just recently. Um, and there was a chap talking there, and it was a couple of years old, and he was saying how you know broadband in the US is pretty much only delivered by cable, uh, and right. the telcos, because they've had monopolies, mm. just haven't been interested in rolling out. There's no pressure for them to roll mm. out mm. anything, because why, why rush? <laughs> <laughs> um, but now maybe it's flipping around and they've actually got their act together, they're putting in the fibre and they're able to now come and take people away potentially from cable, give them an alternative source of even media as well. Absolutely. So uh, it looks like... Good for the consumer. Our, absolutely. Our colleagues in the US will finally be getting the competition uh, that they've long wanted, I think. Mm. Okay, so uh, following up from our last story we had regarding crazy, the Crazy Danes, uh, we've got... Uh, Are they that crazy? <laughs> what was the, the, the Danish ship that was uh, radar blocking the satellite service in Israel last time? We I'm not sure it was Danish. There was, was it Russian? Was it... Oh, right. There was some dispute. Oh, okay. 
Well, the, the idea uncertain. behind the uh, Danish record labels is that they're saying they want a flat fee on ISPs uh, to cover the fact that everyone's doing peer-to-peer stuff and uh, the ISPs could... So this is like the levy in cash. Canada, isn't it, where they, they levy on blank That's recording right. media. If, you're, if you buy a blank CD in Canada, you pay they a share tax. share the cash out. See, I've always wondered this. How do you know what they're copying? You don't. So I guess they have to guess. And I'm, I don't know if that actually gets to the artist. Really? <laughs> oh, here's a bunch of cash from the See, random taxes we got from other things. I Bucket. also saw some stuff yesterday about how, uh, you know, we talked about the Radiohead in Rainbow's album. Mm. Um, apparently the band has now got initial reports back and they've been shocked to discover that two-thirds of the people that downloaded it paid nothing. <laughs> nothing um, at all. Yeah, and the average right. payment was of people who did pay was £3. Wow. Not uh, much. So not a particularly good experiment from a fiscal perspective. <laughs> um, but you know, maybe maybe they sold. Well, they maybe got more money out of it than they would have if they'd just put it in the shops and. I mean, they made well, maybe a couple of million dollars out of it, didn't they? Like, well, <laughs> they no, could, but it's quite but it's, good. I mean, you because you paid ten pounds, didn't you? I did. I was and I paid nothing. So on average, you well, paid five like pounds. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it, uh, it's interesting to see those kind of experiments happening, and, and others are doing. Uh, Similar. Yeah, and the other commentary on, on the In Rainbows experiment has been that, you know, there's, there's no way Radiohead could do it if they weren't, you know, well-known, you know, popular band that, mm. had, you know, the, the label had obviously invested a lot of money over the years and bringing them to this point and then they kind of abandon the label and do it on their own. And Exactly. Yeah, it's, but it's, it's better than getting the average of zero if it's... Uh, if it's just all pirated. Yeah. And, and again, it, does, it does mean people will pay something on average if... If they have the opportunity to, like, on there's stories of people, there's no chance. There's stories of people kind of not paying, and if they like it, they'll come back and pay. All oh, right, okay. But, you know, that's just yeah, right. I'm going to pay. You know, come back and pay. I like a couple of the tracks. I'll buy them on iTunes, but not download them. Or you know, I'm not sure you can even buy it on iTunes. Um, so that's quite uh, interesting over there in Bacon Land. Denmark. Right, so uh, moving on to technology news. Yeah, there's a couple of new, couple of new things. There's the um, Take TV. You have a look at that. No, tell us about Take TV. Take TV is a kind of a sticky thing. A sticky <laughs> thing. <laughs> no, basically, it's, it's as far as I can see, it's a memory stick which you can plug into your. Um, it's a device that looks. Uh, I'm trying to describe it already here or hourly, I should say. Um, it's like a memory stick with two components. One, you plug into your PC and copy stuff onto it in pretty much any format you like, whatever you've downloaded. Okay. The other bit, with a, the aid of a sort of squid-type cable thing, you plug into your TV set. Right. And then you just plug the sticky thing from your laptop or PC into the thing, and then you, and it's got a remote control on it, and you can then play wow. back whatever media it was that you obtained from your internet or your you know, whatever. <laughs> Basically, it enables you to watch stuff on your TV. Cool, that's, that's pretty with cool. With sneaker net as opposed to automatic right. syncing or whatever. So that's quite an interesting little device. Um, that sounds I've, very neat. Um, so that's it kind of solves the problem that an Apple TV doesn't because you, does, you don't need to transcode effectively. The right. device will play back kind of right. more or less. That's, that's a cool. cool. You want to say anything. It's probably limited <laughs> to this particular type, you know, in small print and all this kind of stuff. Um, we've also got a bit of news uh, about Babel TV. Now, I've seen adverts for this. Right. So what does so, it do? It seems to be like an Apple TV, which incorporates broadcast television, also with a web browser, um, okay, and so YouTube like- support. So it seems to have some kind of, I guess it must have flash in it if it's YouTube. Yep. So it's a, is it a PC in a box? I don't know. Two hundred ninety-five pounds. Mm, that's not cheap. On sale this week. I don't. Know, maybe someone has to 
probably only mail order or something. So it does preview. Preview. So it's digital terrestrial TV. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Skype support. It's internet Skype browsing. Support. I think it's Skype support. Right. VoIP calling. Close enough. And you can also buy online secure storage for a pound per gigabyte per month. Okay, so that's where they get their ongoing um, revenue from. Maybe, or the VoIP stuff, if you're probably buying credits yeah, to, to, to VoIP, to Skype out. So does it, do, uh, does it do PVR recordings, that sort of and, stuff? It uh, doesn't really say about that. Um, but well, everything is handled server-side, so you don't need to worry about security updates, browser errors, or the like. Right, and when the server dies, you're out of there. <laughs> you're out of it. <laughs> if it's too popular, they're out of business. <laughs> it just doesn't work. So interesting to see if anyone out there has got a Babel TV. Yeah, let us um, know. It looks... It, there were some early services like this that used dial-up. I guess it's... I don't know how it's connecting. I guess it's via... I guess it's got built-in wireless, but I don't know. Maybe it's an Ethernet connection. Mm. Essentially, it seems like a web TV that also does digital television. Right. Cool. So... Wait and see. Everything in a box. Babel TV. Talking to everything. So uh, while we're talking about trying to get content on different devices, I... Uh, the ongoing saga of my attempt to get media on my PSP. I upgraded the firmware. Oh, right, yeah. Uh, transcoded a video to the dimensions of the total PSP screen, which is 480 by 272. Yep. Downloaded the software, got a DVD, converted it, uh-huh. transferred it to my PSP, only to find that it refused point blank to, <laughs> to play it. So, Do you not use some sort of automatic converter thing? Yeah, you download a program called Handbrake, which is meant yeah, to be the, the bee's knees for this sort I of thing. Got, but, I used uh, something called, uh, or did, I haven't used it for ages, and I even paid for it, something called PSPWare, PSP which Wear, uses right. FFmpeg and things like that, so it's got a lot of back-end to do the transcoding. Okay. Maybe I'll do uh, and it does again. volume boosting as well, because on the PSP, the volume yeah, is yeah, pretty, pretty ropey, isn't it? Yes. Um, so it does volume boosting PSP. Oh, nice. Um, and that seems to work reason, and it backs up all your games and manages your you know, interfaces with iTunes and all this kind of Ooh, okay. So, um, so give that a try. But that that must have taken you a while of just coming back to even, check. And even the transcoding took some time. <laughs> handbrake isn't particularly fast. Um, there is one called Instant Handbrake, I think, which does it all in. Instant Handbrake, which is like put it put it in the DVD, kaching PSP. Wow. Okay. Um, less. I haven't seen that one, but uh, it's. So you were phenomenally disappointed there. Well, you know, this is not Loco Roco. Will you? Uh, you know. <laughs> well, I was waiting for it. That's where I was playing games. And uh, eventually, when the DVD had finally converted and copied it across, and then it said no, it was. Yeah. It just should be easy. This is the thing. I mean, we've got to get to the point where these devices just work it out. Well, I bought some more video or some video for my um, my iPhone. I was I've been basking in the light of having the having one, <laughs> but nobody else has one mm-hmm. for a while. So, but I did buy. I bought an episode of um, South Park. Halloween All episode. Right. And what was that like to watch on it your cool. I watched it on uh, the plane back from my trip at the weekend and uh, it was good. Yeah, I mean, it yeah. does. I think if you watched a two hour movie on the iPhone, yeah. the battery would be fairly caned. Right. Um, but it's a gorgeous screen. It um, is nice. And uh, it's fun. I enjoy it. Yeah. I think it's gone now. It takes up quite a bit of room. Um, How much space has your iPod actually got on it, your iPhone? It was got eight, well, it's usable, it's about 7.4 gigs, I think, something like that. Okay. Um, I don't quite know what I've got there at the moment, but if you hold on a second, I can tell you when I click the about button. So I've got, yeah, 5.4 gigs available. Okay. So it's Not too bad. Bags of, bags of room on bags it, really. of space. I've got nine videos, 56 photos, 128 songs. It isn't very many. <laughs> well, moving on to uh, content delivery. <laughs> yes. Just a quick one here on Wi-Fi TV. What Why is Wi-Fi TV? I found out this seemed to be some 
Wi-Fi TV and smartfundit.com, which sounds like some <laughs> kind of scam, dodgy, doesn't it? Yes, doesn't it? It's like, simply sign up with us for $1,000 a month. You can be your own Wi-Fi TV broadcaster. All right. So this looks like public access television on Wi-Fi. Right. Um, and they're just hoping that no one tries to regulate them. And where is it? In the UK, will be added as a marketplace over the next 90 days. I mean, presumably they have to get some people wishing to trans transmit this stuff hmm. um, what, what would, who, would, who would be the audience to this like community television stations or no, so many will be porn wouldn't it <laughs> well, I mean the average person can't afford a thousand dollars a month no exactly it's so it's, your business. it just seems a bit weird but a thousand dollars is very cheap and for running a television cheap, station but there's no infrastructure to broadcast how do you get it over your Wi-Fi or I guess once you have Wi-Fi, I downloaded a cool thing. I'm sorry to bang on about my phone. <laughs> no, no, no. Downloaded a good, um, there's an application called Internet Radio, which does MPEG, live MPEG streaming. Wow, that's cool. Which is really quite cool. So, and there's loads of, um, loads of tracks and stuff. Uh, it's well, like Internet kind of Radio. Like but Wi-Fi Radio, isn't it? Yeah, basically it's Wi-Fi Radio, yeah. Mm. But there's you know, literally hundreds of stations. So I guess there's no reason why someone can't provision you to do that for, for video. Right. But then it depends on your client device. And, you know, um, well, you could imagine if you did it for the iPhone, you'd have a fair number of people. Yeah, I mean, the people doing podcasts and things like that, but I haven't seen any. I did try, actually, early on the week, get some, I saw some streaming stuff from a mm. company that's doing something a bit like Sling. Right. But they were demonstrating with an, an N95. Oh, that's nice. With streaming, but it was using RTSP, and I don't think the current iPhone supports RTSP. So, uh, I don't expect so, because um, once it does RTSP, you can do VoIP, and then... Well, you must. I mean, how are they doing the radio? Well, you could just stream MPEG packets, really. Yeah, but I mean... Anyway, we're getting geeky. So, let's move on. Yeah. Uh, So, Wi-Fi TV, IPTV, anything on IPTV news this week? Wi-Fi TV. Um, I got my my BT Vision thing, which is the IPTV thing here in Mm. the UK. They've gone all glossy magazine on me, honestly. What do you mean? Well, they've done a glossy magazine. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> they sent out to everyone with um, Simon Pegg from... Um, uh-huh. he's, he seems to be on mm. every single page, as far as I can see. <laughs> that just sort of went, Sponsored by Simon Thank Pegg. goodness I'm not paying for this and threw that away. <laughs> ah. But well, in the bin. use the service and... Oh, just... Moving on. So, uh, mobile. We've got a few things yeah, here. Yeah, a few announcements. Uh, I think maybe the big one is you know, this rumor about the G phone has turned out to be... An OS. Software platform, yeah. Yeah, an OS for phones. Um, apparently they acquired a company called Android right, last year or something, and this is basically Android has come out of the the, uh, the closet, let's say. I think um, the uh, the best example of um, whether everyone's concerned about this or not is the fact that both Microsoft and Symbian have come out virtually immediately saying, oh, it's complete rubbish and you can't do it and we've had experience for years and ours is much better and da-da-da, which means well, that they... It might be true. I mean, I think it's kind of possibly these... I mean, Google needs to drive traffic to its other services. Mm. And I had an interesting observation I heard the other day on another podcast actually about how uh, the amount of phones that are sold, and I, I conference I was at this week was saying in the UK, for instance, quite a small market, something like... Five mobile phones are sold every minute. There's only Cranky. like two people born every minute. <laughs> so it's like, how does that work? Penetration is still increasing. Yeah, it's still, or just people are getting. I mean, a lot of people have old phones in their bottom drawer, which yeah, you can true. just recycle, by the way, and get money for mm, them. Mm. Um, That's amazing. And so, 
you know, most people, certainly in, in Asia, for instance, maybe their first taste of the internet is going to be on mobile device. On a mobile device, absolutely. Not going yeah. to be on a PC or, yeah, a, that's true. Uh, or even a TV. They're going to have a mobile device and there's going to be, I mean, I think the iPhone's got a fantastic browser. Mm. In fact, it's easier to look at full-size websites than it probably is to look at mm. information poor right. formatted for the iPhone screen. I mean, mm. proper websites are better because you can just look at it properly, the internet as it's supposed to be. Mm. Um, so... Google wants to drive people to use its apps. Absolutely. Um, whether that's... And it's you know, looking at that in a number of ways. And I guess as devices become more and more portable, mm. more and more mobile, I guess they're trying to sew up this particular market as well. If they're using Android, then uh, presumably part of that will incorporate some sort of Google advertising. Or Google apps. I mean, I don't know again how it's going to work, and I don't know if it prescribes what it's going to look like. Right. An OS. I don't think it does. I think it's like a, it's almost like a middleware. I don't yeah. think they're saying what it's going to look like. So, I mean, you could say, oh, I mean, Windows Mobile isn't exactly the best, and Symbian kind of works, but it looks pretty hideous. So, I mean, mm. maybe by having some OS that people can develop on, you know, we'll see. Um, maybe Google feels they just need to make a play there. Indeed, uh, Nokia's Engage. Should we take talk three? To? This is yeah, Engage Trois. Is it take two or take three? I think two. Three, isn't it? Yeah. So three. We talked about this ages ago. They're going to try it again. They've delayed, haven't they? They've we'll delayed. See. So they said, oh, no, no, it's coming out uh, December now because mm-hmm. uh, we just need to make it work perfectly. Or maybe just work. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's already hacked it and got games in the world. Yeah, that's so, right. So mm-hmm. the only news, there's no news there. And today, uh, which is the, what's the date today? 9th of November in the UK. Big day for the Apple iPhone. Yeah, Apparently there's people already lined up around the streets to get their iPhone. I only got it. They, they're, they're launching at 6.02. I, I didn't get that. <laughs> I, I walked past an O2 store and it said, yeah, you know, Apple iPhone launching at 6.02. And I thought, what a stupid time. And I realized, <laughs> oh, okay, O2. Actually, I was up in London yesterday. I meant to swing by the Apple store, but it was raining. Apparently, <laughs> <So, laughs> everyone's standing out there with umbrellas and their sleeping bags. I don't know why they bother. I mean, it would be interesting to see, doing a survey in the line, are you going to sign up to O2? I guess you know, if you're going to sign up to O2, you're going to go to a car phone warehouse or an O2 shop. Mm. If you're going to an Apple store, you're not planning on doing that, yeah, I right. would imagine. But I guess, I mean, I'm impressed with the fact that in the UK, you can get the phone from car phone warehouse, from O2 stores, from Apple stores. Yeah. And the number of car phone warehouse stores is like something like 50 billion in the UK. Like every, mm. around every corner, there's a pub and a car phone warehouse. This is so, true. Every high street. Um, so it'll be interesting to see coverage. what new they've got a new version of firmware out as well Don't know right. that. I think I've already it adds international sport I've kind of already managed to do that myself <laughs> so I don't know uh-huh. what uh, what fixes or enhancements it's going to have mm-hmm. I mean clearly there's a lot of things it could do I mean like the alarm clock for instance doesn't come on when you turn it off you know, a lot of phones you can set oh, the yeah, alarm and turn it off otherwise yeah. unless you go through and look at your, your calendar you might get woken up at 3am by some stupid <laughs> calendar alarm for an event in 18 hours time <laughs> go away um, so yeah. that's good I think it's good for the UK we'll see the cat and mouse game will begin about indeed. hacking and unhacking and stuff indeed uh, I think you know the, the one killer app that I haven't done is the ability to be able to wirelessly download podcasts because if I had an iPhone or an iTouch, I'd want to come home and connect to I my... Have I you the application that does this? Oh, you've got this already? <laughs> ah, fantastic. <laughs> but this is a hack. This is not, you know, the real deal. Oh, yeah, it's not... Well, it's, it's not legit Apple no, stuff. No, it's not. No, no, it's, it's, that's it's fantastic. Because that's, that's, that's what I'd want. Oh, yeah, no, it is. To be honest, it's through a browser. It's, um, what's the name of it? Pickle, Pickle Podcast or something? Okay. Um, I want to come home, 
Oops. My phone or iTouch goes, oh, there's my home wireless network. I'll wireless suck that on the podcast. Guess, yeah. And away we go. Fantastic. Yeah, Pickle Mobile. Podcast Pickle. Sorry. Podcastpickle.com. Podcast All right. Um, but there you go. I guess you can listen to them wirelessly there, but you can't, as you say, you can't copy them to the device. I, I mean, I guess there has ah, okay. to be a security right. element here because you've got to yeah. um, be able to load things in from the browser. Yeah. See, I don't, even want, I mean, I don't yeah. want to do anything. I just want to... Walk in um, and uh, have it pick up all the new podcasts and have it ready to go when I walk out of the house without having to do anything. Yeah, so I mean, the Zoom, I think, does that wireless syncing, for instance. Uh, does wireless syncing with your PC, but uh, it doesn't wireless sync with the internet, which is the missing link. Oh, right. So that's a bit. I guess that would be handy. I mean, you can't. And iTunes, if you do add. Um, you can buy things from iTunes. But they don't yep. download. You can listen to 30 seconds, no problem, but you can't download onto the iPhone. It'll be downloaded really? onto your PC next time you... Oh, no, really? ITunes. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's rubbish. So, um, oh. Yeah, they don't see they've got... The Seventh Son, Book 3, Destruction, is the top one. Comedy 4C, Barely Something, Twits. This is podcast Beneem something. Wicked. But you can stream it, but you can't download it. Yeah. Right. Okay. All right, so uh, that's mobile. Moving on to gaming. Got a few little bits and pieces. We had the... Uh, Do you know anyone who's got the camera stuff for the PS3 yet? No. Nah. Mm. You're going to get it. Have you got it? Oh, I no, I need to, there's a lot of more previews and stuff you can download now for the PS3. I need to mm. have a look at some of it. And also, um, WiiWare is coming out soon, isn't it? That's right. The... Uh, what does that do? <laughs> Enables third parties to write apps for the Wii. Oh, that's right. Yes. Yeah. Um, so that's that's supposed to be debuting soon. And there are some downloadable, playable demos and stuff on, okay, on the Wii. Okay, cool. I'll check it um, out. And the Wii Marketplace. Um, last time I plugged in my Wii, it did, a, it did an upgrade, but it was only for summertime or something like that. Yeah, mine, yeah, mine didn't um, do anything exciting. And I yeah. uh, bought a copy of uh, Table Tennis for the Wii the other day. Is it a proper game then, is it? Yeah, it's yeah, a real yeah. deal. Like, uh, but there's in one of the ones that comes with the Wii Play, there's a little yes. table tennis thing, is it? Like no, this that? is much better. This is, you know, proper table tennis. people that look like people playing table tennis and, okay. and stuff. But it's actually quite hard. You need to kind of practice and do the... Yeah, the Wii Play one, I couldn't kind of... like. It's like, whoa. No, this one's good. And uh, I only had five minutes with it, but apparently the reviews say, you know, you've got to do the mm. training and actually practice because all the kind of hand movements really yeah. do reflect well, where the ball goes. It's Hero 3's out as well, now, I think. Yeah, and apparently that's selling very well in the US. And that's Wii... And uh, oh, it's we as well, yeah. We as well, right. yeah. Cross platform. Um, oh, grab a so I'm looking forward to the camera thing, that'll be quite a laugh. But the eye of judgment didn't float my boat. No, why would you want to play a little board it's card like top game? Trumps, thing, but kind of, mm. I guess it's like, uh, is it the chess game in Star Wars where they, they're playing chess and the little things get up and, and they, be, and they eat cool. each other? Is that Star Do you Wars? You remember Battle Chess? That was a that great was it. game. That was Battle Chess, that's the one. I think it's like Battle Chess, but. With a camera, it sends a bit more. Oh, okay. It's a battle chest, right. that's the name. That yeah. was a cool game. It was a cool oh, game. Uh, and uh, Xbox 360 have come out with the groundbreaking ability to turn itself off once it's, you've been playing it too many hours of the week for parental control reasons. Really? <laughs> yes. Our gaming console. Well, maybe the Wii does that as well, because it does mention does you it? have new parental control stuff. When yeah, you, yeah, maybe you that's it. It's, it's all, about, all about not letting you play games now. Exactly. Well, I think that's probably a good <laughs> idea, actually. Locking it up, but then, you know, the only people who know the password will be the kids anyway. So. Oh, exactly. There'll be some dodgy work around, uh, but it's keeping the parents happy that's important. That's right. And um, uh, Top Gear goes gaming. Yeah, so about. Top Gear, who a uh, producer, well, Top Gear is a, a world-renowned brand on from BBC Worldwide, <laughs> I believe. <laughs> it's a motoring program, and uh, you can grab your PlayStation 3, you can get uh, Gran Turismo 5, and you can download episodes of the TV show, mm-hmm. fine, 
uh, on the PlayStation Network, and you can also go onto the Top Gear test track and where host Jeremy Clarkson and team test drive the latest cars. It'll be replicated in Gran Turismo 5. That's like a live live element to it where you can look at another track and go on to right, cool. rather than the other one. So. so there's a bit of a brand crossover there between Gran Turismo mm. and Top Gear itself. Very good. Interesting to see. And I think that's about it for gaming this week. Yeah, it's all family in games. Um, what other game news think of? Ahead. None. <laughs> well, I think that's ready. <laughs> Must play more games. Um, and no, actually, no games on the iPhone. No, no native games, games. No native games at all? Yeah. Easy. We haven't got games for the iPod. Exactly. The iPod it's Touch. I don't know if that has games on. Mm, no, I don't think so. Yeah. This is a totally different environment. Mm. Anywho. So, it's good to be back on the air with everybody. Yes. So, uh, thanks for your patience and uh, send us feedback at feedback at onthecouchpodcast.com. We always love hearing Indeed. from you. And uh, maybe there's some prizes for people who send us emails. That's good. Absolutely. So send and us we don't want people sending us stuff about how we can make the website more popular. <laughs> <laughs> so spammers, stay away. That's right. So uh, it's goodbye from Ian. And goodbye from James. Bye. Bye.